You're listening to Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. A record that has been held by one man and one man only for about 40 years. Kareem's all-time scoring record has fallen. We told you yesterday, when Kareem broke Wilt's record back in 1984, Kareem played about another five seasons. I mean, he went from 31,000, whatever the number was, York, finishing with 38,800, you know, something points. Right. Uh, LeBron is going to continue to tack on. Certainly will go north of 40,000 career points. Who knows when it's going to end the way he's playing. Uh, even though he's 38 years old, he's he's as good as ever, especially offensively. I mean, he's still one of the most unstoppable forces of the league, in the league when he gets ahead of steam. I mean, Stan Van Gundy was talking about it last night. Maybe the only guy in transition that's still better and stronger is Giannis. Uh, that, that's something. When a guy's 38 with all that mileage, LeBron just keeps going, averaging 30 a game. So who knows where it's going to end, and maybe it'll be another 40 years. I don't know, but we saw history last night. Uh, it was a pretty cool ceremony. It was nice that the captain was there, that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there in the building. Kareem never looks all that happy. You notice that? He looks- I mean, he's Kareem. I know. I, when they did the uh, portrayal of him in the uh, the, the one with uh, John C. Riley. Yeah. He never looked happy never. there. We had Kareem I mean, in studio. It was once. almost like they got him to a T. We had Kareem in studio once. Yeah. And we had a totally pleasant, a pleasant experience with Kareem. And you are in awe of him. First of all, the guy's 7'2. I mean, He's you're a big just man. like, you're, you know, you're in awe of almost anybody that size. But when you think of what the man has accomplished and what he's done in his life, in his career, you are. Truly in awe of Kareem. Yurko and I were both, like, as he was walking in, you know what you're getting in for. Like, man, Kareem's coming in studio. He was extremely, he was pleasant, but he was quiet. And you're right. Maybe that's just the way he is. They captured him perfectly. And you could see it every time they showed him last night. He just sort of sits and watches and observes. And I remember mm-hmm. we were in a break with him. And you try to make small talk. And I don't think Kareem likes small talk that much. Wasn't rude. But I don't think it, I don't think small talk mattered all he that willing much. willing to engage, but he, he, he chose his words carefully. Yeah. He, he's not just going to flippantly answer something with an off-color comment or anything like that. <laughs> no, right, that's right. Like it's well thought. Yeah. It's, his, it's a good way to put yeah, it. His words are chosen very carefully. It was a highlight of for us, I know, where we did have Kareem and Sydney. But anyway, I kept thinking of that moment just watching him last night everywhere, every time they cut away to him. He did have a big smile on his face. When LeBron got down to like six, four points, Sure, they showed him at one point, and he did have a big smile on his face. Um, I thought it was cool. I was handing the ball to LeBron and passing it off. Uh, and now LeBron will hold that record for some time. We talked about this yesterday a little bit. The only guy we can identify that's in the league now currently. that maybe currently has a shot to break this someday would be Luca, because he's coming to the league since the time he was 18, 19 years old, and he's been great. 
Luka Doncic is 23 years old. He's already averaging 27 points per game for his career. He's just that legit, that good offensively. Which puts him in the top five. Exactly. Top six. Once he's eligible, a few more, uh, he's got another 50 games to go or something like that. Once he's career eligible, he's already a top five scorer in terms of points per game in the NBA. That's how good he is. So if Luka wants it, like if he commits and he stays healthy, maybe, but it's a big commitment. And in an era of load management and ridiculous salaries, you wonder if a guy ever says, I want to play till I'm 40. I'm going to play till I'm, you know, I'm going to play 22, 23 seasons. Maybe the record never will fall because of that. Or as Yurko said, these records are always made to be broken. And someday maybe somebody comes along that's even better uh, and does what LeBron has done. You need an amazing amount of longevity, probably a little bit of luck, just a little, you know, luck on your side, maybe just a little good fortune, just a little. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. But it speaks to an incredible level of determination and longevity and a want and a willingness to continue to put in the work, to prepare your body, to play at that kind of a level. That's why a lot of people thought maybe Kareem's record would never fall, but it has fallen. And again, he's going to fly by it the way he's playing with no signs of slowing down. I um, I did stay up and watch that whole game last night. It was a very entertaining basketball game. If you're one of the guys that says you don't like the current NBA because they play no defense, probably not the game for you. The Lakers are, they're bad. And it's not that they don't play defense, it's that they're just awful on defense. I tried <laughs> to watch it. It was. I thought it was a good basketball I, game. I put TNT on. I was watching it. I laid down. I, I, I went to watch it. What was it? Nine o'clock game. The game started at nine ten. I got time. you. Just it's went nine. to bed. That's all. Yeah. Doesn't make me a bad guy. Just the no. eyes naturally shut. I don't blame you. Handful of sports do it. <laughs> and basketball did it for you last night. Last night it was professional basketball. I was somewhat exhilarated by it. I was not dozing off during the game. I also had money on the game. I did bet the LeBron uh, prop on points bet uh, yesterday afternoon. LeBron to score thirty six or more was plus a dollar thirty. So I did bet that, and you won. And I did win. I won the bet. It was a nice little. It was a Sylvie nice won is over thirty one. <laughs> Sylvie did win is over. I think he laid a little extra juice and didn't get the plus a dollar thirty on that. So maybe it's because I had a rooting interest. But I also really like the NBA and I like the history of it. I think it's cool when you can be around for moments like that and you can see it and experience it. I did stay up and watch the whole game uh, last night. A game that is somewhat meaningful and impactful for the stand the standings in the West. I mean, I I put the Lakers in my playoffs. You know, and it's important here right. that I make you, you need 80% it. of the picks correctly now, so I don't have to go to Olive Garden with Abdallah. And at, the point, at the point that he scored, they were down. They were down most of that game, yeah, to be they honest. were down, yeah. You know, they had a lead in the middle of the second quarter. They were up like 45-40, and then, boom, you blinked, and it was 55-45. Yep. The Lakers are just not a good basketball team. And that's they're good, Carm. They're not. Yeah. That's a whole other That's argument. A different story. And it's a different story. Right. And I but hope when he did break the record, they were down, I think, seven at the time. Yeah, they were down. I think it was 104.97 when he hit the 14-footer. And they were down from the midway of the second quarter. They were they trailed. I felt like they trailed for the rest of that game. Um, but it was cool to see. It was cool to watch. I think LeBron went in there with the mindset, let's do this and get it done tonight. And once he had that first quarter, even uh, even by halftime, you certainly know. I mean, he had half of it by halftime. You're like, okay, he's not going to be denied here. And he's not going to stop. And he probably dominated the ball a little bit more than he normally does. And they look for him in transition every chance they get, uh, every chance they got last night. 
He's still something, man, in the open floor. So if you want to talk about last night, if you watched it, just general thoughts about LeBron breaking that record. Uh, again, I, I, I want to steer clear of making this like a Michael LeBron thing. I feel like it naturally morphs into that all the time. It doesn't have to be that. It really doesn't. And these scoring records are in, they're amazing to me because, again, it speaks to a level of commitment and willingness on the athlete's part. You have to play a long time. And you should be, like, there should be an acknowledgement of that. Yurko will tell you, it's not easy to play a professional sport like that when you do get injured and your body starts to break down and you're older and younger guys come in and they're just, they're fresher than you. It just takes a longer time to recuperate. That's what it is. It takes a real mindset and a real commitment. You ever get a four out of five, that's got to be tougher for an older player. Right. Four out of five ninths. Yeah, real, when, I you, when you go through scheduling like that, 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 that it's almost a nightmare for a guy. You can play two, take the day off, rest one, play the fifth. Yeah, you know the fourth yeah. game or the fifth. Night. I, I just so I I think that the way we should acknowledge it is that it it is it does take a a special kind of athlete, a special kind of individual that really wants to commit and put in the work to be able to play this long. I mean, his the, the longevity we're talking about here is is quite something. And that might be the best way to sum up the two careers if you want to put them side by side. That LeBron just had a longer run of sustained excellence than Michael. Michael was better in his prime. LeBron's just been able to do it longer for whatever reason. Michael took the two-year break and he took a three-year break. Right. So he took five years worth of breaks. Right. In the middle of Including all of a year and a half in the middle of his prime, right, where LeBron prime. didn't sacrifice that. So that might be the best way to look at it. On you, If you're asking me, any given day, you need a win, and you pick the player in his prime, I am picking Michael Jordan 10 times out of 10. Yes. But LeBron, the easiest way to put it is that yesterday LeBron James became the highest scoring player in the NBA. Right. And then leave it at that. We already know like right. his greatness, right? right? I mean, but we being know that like, he's the highest highest scoring player in NBA history. He has amassed the most yeah. points in NBA history. You ain't got to say anything more than that. And you don't have to say where you're at. That's you, where it's great. And you don't have to say, "Well, I'm moving him up in my rankings now." No, not really. Like you pretty much we know where LeBron is. LeBron's no. in the conversation of any of the three greatest basketball players of all time. Like that's it. And just because he passed him last night, I don't. I don't think it means you start jockeying the position around that much. I think you're right. I mean, like he became the all-time leading scorer. It's an incredible achievement. He's going to keep going. He's a phenomenal player. He's. I mean, he's as good as any player that's ever had to live up to the hype. That's for damn sure. I mean, he and Tiger probably more than anyone else. Right. I made a list. I mean, he came in like a wrecking ball, you know? He did. They were expecting greatness out of him, and you got greatness from him. I made a list. I, in a few minutes, I want to give you guys a, a, a list I compiled and see what you think. And who needs to be added to that list? Going off of, you know, the kids who were phenoms that, you know, we knew about them when they were 15, 16, and then they actually went into their profession right. and were awesome. And did what they did. Right, yeah. You know, Little Tiger on the Dinosaur Show, making things happen. <laughs> oh, man. Was it the Dinosaur Show? Dinosaur. It, it was Dinosaur wow. Show, yeah. Well, Tiger was out there at like three and he's yep. bombing balls, you know, you're like, holy cow. So I, I want to share that list that I was, uh, I made a few notes. I wanted to, uh, to tell you why I picked, uh, singled out uh, a handful of players. 
But, um, yeah, so it doesn't have to be like a Michael LeBron thing. But if you do want to talk about the achievement last night, if he stayed up late for it, it was late. I mean, he had it done by the end of the third quarter, which was nice. He could have turned off the TV and went to bed for the fourth if you had no other rooting interest. Uh, the vibe in the place seemed pretty cool. A lot of celebrities were there, young and old. Uh, at What do they call it now? It's not Staples Center anymore. What is that, guys? Uh, Crypto. It's Crypto.com Arena. Crypto.com Arena. Crypto. Yeah, the yeah. Crypto Arena. I like to still call it Staples Center. Well, um, what was it before it was crypto? Was it, was was it stable, the one that went it? bad? Did it go oh. FTC? Is that oh, the no, one that was? Miami. Miami's was Miami's was that one. Yes. All right. 312 3776 is the number if you want to jump in today. Dave is in Crown Point. What's going on, Dave? Hey, guys. Good show. Always. Um, if if uh, LeBron retired today, Luca would need 17 years, right. 70 games a year, and 26 points. To tie him. Right. So he needs 17 years, 26 points. Yep. Yeah, well, we did the numbers we yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday. Like, it's about 1,459 games to be exact. Yep. His career average wow. right now is 27.4 yeah. points per game. But it all comes down to Dave. You're like, think about what you just said. You need 17 more years right. of it. And, like, are guys going to be able to do that? Are they going to want to do it? I mean, uh, that, it's it's a valid point. Now, I don't he's, know that... he's already played 311, so you take that right. off the 1459. Yeah. No, yeah. Yes, yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know. Yeah. You need about another 17 years, though, is what I think right. that's what oh, Dave exactly. was saying. I agree with him, and yes. It's, it's like, wow, you need 17 more years of that. It's a long-ass time. Uh, and then maybe somebody else comes along someday that's not in the league now that will wow us. Another one of these young phenoms that'll just do it and he'll stay well, healthy. If, and- if medicine gets better, mm-hmm. which I doubt, but if medicine gets better, or science, gets if sports, science sports gets science. better, sports science, yeah, a, a way to condition the athletes, a way to um, you know keep the tendons more pliable the older you get. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, to agree with the caller, here here's the thing that I don't think any of us have mentioned to why it won't happen again. Uh, the league will likely cut games at some point. Mm. That or too much money is well, made think, by the Chris, individual. Uh, at a certain point, you have enough. So I, well, I, I mean, went 15 on this, years from now, do you think they're still playing 82 games? I went on this rant last week, but you, I mean... I, They've been talking about I'm baseball. Against it, but it sounds like that's we, the angle they're mm, going. I've been on the air for 21 years. We've been talking about cutting Major League Baseball for 21 years. I know. That's a good point. And nothing point. nothing happens. Boy, Chris, if it if they reduce the schedule, which they need to do, then it really makes it well, I, unlikely. You're right. Yurko, I guess to your point, is that rhetoric coming from the commissioner's office, though? Is Manfred the one that's saying that they should cut games? Because Adam Silver is the one wow. who's saying that the NBA needs to be like European soccer. Like soccer. Where there's only that. like one or two games a week, and then they have this fancy little yeah, tournament in the right. middle of the season and all yeah. this other nonsense. I love how you hate it. No, <laughs> it's stupid. You can't make up trophies right. and be like, well, this is important I now. I wouldn't start it, it's putting dumb. tournaments in it, but I would shorten the season. I would. I, and I've made that argument on you across all sports except football for a long time. You can't time. replicate what they do in soccer. No. Okay? It, it, it can't be done. Mm-mm. And it can't be replicated because they've got multiple divisions that makes their FA Cup something to watch because you go, not only is it the Premier League, it's the champions level, which Mm. that's what they call it. It's a champions level. Mm -hmm. Then it's first, second, third, fourth. And everybody gets in it together and they whittle it all down by the end of the year. And two teams end up playing. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, you can't replicate, you can't replicate that in the United that. States. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Like you say, it's unique to itself. Right. That, that's for them. That works for them. The Europa League, the Champions League, where they all get together, and you, you know, you, you get four from La Liga, you get four from the EPL, you get four from the uh, Bundesliga, you get a couple from Portugal, you get four from uh, Italy, mm-hmm. you get one from Croatia, you get one from Serbia, you get one from uh, uh, the Netherlands. You know, and all the leagues that you have, you pull a couple out of. Uh, out of Russia, you know, a couple out of Turkey. I mean, that's... You can't... Yeah, I know what you That's mean. theirs. Yeah, yeah. That's been developed over the course of a lifetime. Right. Where are you pulling from? There's Lifetimes. one country here. Right. No, you're right. Because, you know, what, are you going to bring Canada in and all their professional Canadian leagues? They don't have any. How about the Mexican Basketball League? No, no. What are we pulling from Mexico? Not the same. Nobody! Okay. Here's what I want to do. We'll take some calls. We got them rolling in now. If you want to talk about last night, your thoughts on LeBron... Uh, also, I have a list for you guys that I wanted to run by you, just some of the names that I was thinking of, see if you agree, disagree, names that you think should be added to it as well. The guys that came in with so much hype and so much fanfare that were not only great, but I mean truly delivered to the nth degree, the way LeBron has, the way Tiger has. Those are probably the two best examples, but I've got some other ones, okay, You're, and I want to talk about those names with you guys. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Let's grab some calls and I'll uh, talk about that list I was compiling, Yurko. Carmen and Yurko. We'll talk Bulls, too. They lost last night to Memphis. Uh, yeah. Memphis hasn't played great lately. Played a great second half, really a great fourth quarter last night. Josh, so good. Love John Moran for a long time now. I mean, he really does remind you of Derek. He's just uh, a little bit better of a shooter uh, at this point in his career than even Derek was. But, I mean, just the twitchiness and the explosiveness, the quickness, all the nesses, Yerk. Yeah, they're there. They're all the nesses. I mean, John's just got it all. And, and the Bulls have won three in a row, so naturally time for a little letdown. A little letdown. No DeMar last night. I mean, they're a mess in fourth quarters without DeMar and without a point guard on the floor. They're, they just, they really are. I saw the Hawks at 2-2. Watched them for a little I, bit. I, you know, I didn't watch. They found a way to lose in overtime. Night. Which is good because they were playing Anaheim. 35. 35 yeah. points. That's what they have. Try hard for, but suck hard for Bedard. That's what we're going with here. Well, you're hoping, but at least there's two, three players that are... Yeah. Looks like it's more than just a one-player draft. All right. So even if you don't get the one, you still might be okay. Let's go to Danny and Schaumburg on ESPN 1000. Hey, Danny. Hey, guys. What do they say about father time, right? Mm, it always wins, right? Right, except uh, if you're LeBron, apparently, huh? So they, I love the selective uh, outrage in this country going on. So the same guys that are fawning over LeBron last night are probably the same guys keeping Sammy and Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame. If you think this is being done naturally and there isn't biohacking going on, which I, uh, biohacking is, is just a is biohacking professional illegal? term. No, but, yeah. but basically biohacking is what Barry Bonds was doing in the 90s, right? Mm, so I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, it is because they're not testing for it because they don't even know what it is. And technically, Sammy Sosa never tested for anything. He was on a list. I've been on a lot of lists. Um <laughs> That it's this is some miraculous natural thing. I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. This uh, this doesn't uh, this is accounting that it's nothing big. Well, I just, disagree. Okay. I think it's pretty significant. Again, one guy's held it for forty years, and he's one of the all-time greatest players in the history of of the the. Carmen, it wasn't illegal in baseball. 
what uh, Barry Bonds did. Well, that, okay. Well, hold on now. I said, yeah. Why is it okay the first for, for LeBron to do Is it? biohacking illegal? Well, wait, wait, That's the first thing you asked. Clear that was illegal, no, wasn't it? No, no. When did they in, 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 they didn't test for it? So the, the the problem. Why is it impressive if it's not done naturally? The guy's doing stuff that we don't even know about. That's obvious. So it's Bezos. Uh, J Lo, Tom Brady, it's people we don't even have money and, and resources. Conspiracy be careful! Okay. A lot of conspiracy <laughs> theories over the course of the last two, three years have come true. So Danny. let's be careful. Well, wait, I'm trying to remember the time. I, I don't remember the exact timeline either. I mean, I know he was obviously doing stuff by '99. The argument, was, the argument that's oh. made was that steroids was illegal in the Olympics. So if it's illegal in the Olympics and it's banned in other sports like it was in football because they started testing in football in the mid-80s to the late 80s where you had the problem with El Zato. Mm. You know, you had uh, uh, Steve Corson end up passing away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's when the NFL realized that we've got ourselves a steroid problem. And that's when they started testing for it. But baseball never tested because nobody ever thought steroids would be helpful in baseball. But I'm not and I'm not an expert on this, but. Didn't bonds shift to the clear and the cream because they were they started testing? No, the cream and the clear were ahead of everything else. I mean, it was ahead of everything else. That's what I'm saying. Didn't he start doing that because they were it, testing for anabolic steroids? No, no, not oh, because God. that's what they were testing for. Okay. He went there because it was the best product right. available okay. at the time. I don't know all that. I'm not no. going to lie. That's not an area of expertise. I, 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 I thought he was trying to stay ahead of it, and so to say, well. Bonds was that first of all, Bonds should be in. I mean, you're right. going to tell you that yeah, all the we'll time. You're talking, too. you're you're yelling at the wrong guys if right. you think uh, Sammy and Bonds and all those guys shouldn't be in. I think I mean, Danny from Schomburg was just bringing no, it. Up. I know, I know. That's all. And it's a funny point. The same ones that are applauding him are the ones keeping Sammy and Bonds out of the Hall of Fame. Tell Danny to you know bring us a bottle of Booker's or something. How about that? Where was I was hoping to hear from somebody else? <laughs> Chris is in Northwest Indiana. What's going on, Chris? Hey guys, how are you? Love the show. Thanks, man. Thank you. So I just wanted to give a little bit of opinion. So I was watching the Maryland-Michigan State game last night myself, and my daughter, who is in seventh grade, she plays basketball. She comes down and goes, Dad, can we turn on the game? I want to watch LeBron. I didn't know that she was even focused on anything like that, but she wanted to turn it on just to watch it because she understood how important it is to see something like that in Major League Sports. I like that. Which I think is really cool as a parent. And also... Do you guys feel that LeBron will hang around for the chance to play with Bronny? Yes. Because Bronny's a full in 2024? Yes. 25? I believe 20. No, no. Le... Uh, Bronny's a senior now, right? So Bronny will be eligible in 25? Isn't it one year? You only got to play one year in college basketball? Yeah, or somewhere else. No. Yeah, so he's going to make Polinka draft them first. No, he's not going to make a point. Versus Chris, I think he's going to try to hang around to see if Bronny. I don't know that Bronny's good enough to play in the NBA. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know either. I think I think LeBron would like to hang around the way he's playing, whatever he's doing, biohacking or anything else. I think LeBron would still like to hang around and get a fifth title. I do. I, I and that might not be with the Lakers, considering their current state, because they're kind of a mess. I mean, AD can never stay healthy. You know, their draft picks are years down the road when they're not going to matter to LeBron. I don't know how they... Maybe Kyrie goes there in the summer. You know, Brian Windhorst was on yesterday saying it's it's possible. Yeah. And it's actually more possible if they hold on to Russ for the rest of the year and not trade him and take on more salary. 
that they're going to be able to sign Kyrie if they want in the offseason. At least that's what Windhorse was intimating. I don't know that that gets them where they need to go anyway, uh, the two of them. Maybe, but I think LeBron would like to hang around and see if he can compete for one more title. I don't know how happy AD was yesterday. <laughs> I don't think Russell was happy. That's for sure. Maybe AD neither was one of them on was the that. bench. Uh, Everybody's standing on the possession. AD's on the bench. Everybody claps. AD stays on the bench. AD was like not even part of the game last night. No. To uh, answer the question about Bronny James. Yeah, when's so, he eligible, Chris? 25, the 25 draft? Is that right? Yeah, he, so he'll be in college next year. So right. he'll need to play a year. Okay. Um, right now, his scout grade on ESPN.com is a four-star recruit. And okay. he's the 28th player in the class, uh, the ESPN 100. So, okay, so he's... I mean, He's 6'3", 180 pounds, so he's not the same imposing force that LeBron was Mm -hmm. at that age. Um, But, I mean, you never know. Being the 28th best player heading into college, that's a good shot to get to the NBA. That's higher than I thought. It could also turn out the other way, where he could get to college and not really be as good as he's maybe hyped, and then by the time we get a year from now, he's not really uh, a league prospect. Yeah. But I would imagine he will make the league because someone will draft him because they think if they land Bronny, they will get LeBron as well. That'd be my guess. That's why somebody will maybe take a chance and just hope that uh, the pedigree is there, obviously, and that they can help him develop Bronny into a so good What happens player. when your heart leads you to fall in love instead of your mind? Mm, because you. if you use your mind... My boys all thought they were going to be 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. Well, when you marry somebody who's 5'4", chances <laughs> are you're going to land somewhere in between. Billy's in Berwyn on ESPN. Land the heart on that one, boys. <laughs> What's going on, Billy? What's going on, boys? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. Um, I am a longtime Spurs fan, so my opinion on LeBron solidified in 2013 um, when when he stole our, our finals trophy from us. Um, but, I mean, congratulations to him, I guess. I do think that he's going to continue to play until Bronny is in a Lakers uniform with him, and I think that's the only reason he's staying in L.A. But the reason I called, I, question for you, um, what do you think is more likely to happen? Do you think it is more likely that the NBA actually cuts games, or do you think it is more likely that the fabled four-point Steph Curry line is added? Because I think that would drastically increase the chances of somebody catching this, this point total. Sure, there's an extra point. Uh, interesting, Billy. Four-point line in the NBA. I guess I wouldn't totally rule it out. If you called sports radio in 1976, and there was no sports radio, but if you did, and said, guys, what do you think about a three-point line in the NBA? I'm going to hang up and listen for my answer. You would have been laughed off. Three-point line? No, of course not. So I Maybe there's a four-point line someday. I hope so. You hope wanna, so? Yeah, like rock and jock. <laughs> I want to have. I want a ten-point shot from the other side of half court. Gets you right back into the game, right? It sure does. Rock and jock, that baby. Gets you right back in. And then what about the special bonus? Will you light up? You know, like like, like it expired, mm-hmm. but you light it up and it and it's just running mm-hmm. around the whole time. Yeah. And if you make a basket during that period, you multiply by three. Now we might as well get nuts. Yeah. Well, why not? Oh, all right. I mean, listen. If you want to change the game, let's really change the game. I, I th- you th- what's going to be more exciting? The four-point line. Right. And then all of a sudden, the trampolines come out. <laughs> Let's go with the trampolines. You can score for, from anywhere. For, for one quarter, we raised the hoop to 15 feet, and there is a trampoline. Right. 
And there's uh, a two-minute period at, 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 in every quarter where you don't have oh, to yeah, dribble, which is already instituted. Now you're just being silly. It's already instituted. <laughs> it's a two-minute period where you don't have to dribble, and you just run around. So if you got a thought on all this, ring us up. we got more calls, 312-332-ESPN. I'm going to give you that list coming up, as, uh, as promised. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Lost for life. No, this isn't Lost for Life. Never mind. What is this, Abdallah? One, two, three. I thought it was uh, Iggy Pop uh, for a second. Be my girl. This That's is Jet. Right. Jet. Jet. There you go. Jet, you want to be my girl? Iggy Pop thing going on early. Then I'm like, no, nope, that's Yeah, not everybody it. ripped off the Stooges. Yeah. Iggy Pop. Everybody ripped off My favorite Iggy Pop song? <laughs> um, The one with the red-haired girl from the Beat 52s. Mm. You remember it? I don't know. I don't think candy. so. Candy. If I heard it, probably. You, you know it. Candy, yeah. candy, candy. I can't let yeah, you yeah. go. Look at you. Yurko, I got a list. Tell me what you think. I like it. Uh, guys that just simply over-delivered, even beyond our wildest imagination. So Guys like, that have over-delivered. Like they be- came in and highly touted, highly touted and then over-delivered. And just totally o- over-delivered, right. Okay. right? Because there's a lot of expectation on some guys, right? Right. I mean, you know, Ryan Leaf, under-delivered, oh right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the under-delivered department. Some yeah. would say Tony Mandrich compared to all the guys that were around him and got drafted even though he played six years in the league. Under-delivered. Here, I'll give you another example before we give you the good. And this is, I think, a perfect example of where I'm going with this list. Yes. The ultimate failed, like, he is going to be our next great hope, was Freddie Adu. Oh, yes. yes. Freddie Adu, from the time he was about 12 or 13, was going to save American soccer. Save American soccer. Or I don't even know if it needed saving at that point. Just, like, put American soccer on, on the, the map. map. He was He was it. How'd it go? It didn't go. It didn't go. Okay. That's, a, that, that's one way it could go. LeBron James had the same kind of hype and fanfare when he was 15. A lot of hype. And then he, de- and then he over-delivered. Yes, he did. Um, I didn't go, like, all the way back to, like, Gretzky, because if you're old enough, you know, and it was a little bit more provincial back then. By the time Wayne Gretzky was nine years old, he was a phenom throughout Canada. Everybody I mean, knew. He was basically playing with, like, at nine, he was playing, like, with 13-year-olds, and he was by far the best. Like, there was greatness written all over Gretzky. Yeah, P-Wings, midgets, oh, It was not even, it was a joke. Like, he was literally playing with kids five years older than him, and he was dominant. He was yep. the best player. I didn't go that far back, but here, here's some names. Tell me what you think of this list. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., who at o- over delivered, over delivered, right? Who at eighteen was going to be the kid, and he wow, he's look at his dad was a terrific player, and l- look at all that's expected of him. They now. made hundred and forty million rookie cards. One hundred and forty million rookie cards, of which one hundred and forty-one million are still in existence today. <laughs> Don't start, Yurko. The card that I thought was going to pay for my kid's yeah. college someday yeah, not is worth seventeen fifty. But he over delivered. Over delivered. Over delivered. Kobe. Kobe is a high school f- star in Philly. Was g- they were already saying he's going to be the next Michael. How many guys failed at being the next Michael yeah. or even close? Oh, Kobe, Harold Miners, one of those names. We've got please. plenty of them that are out uh, there. But yes, over-delivered. Kobe right? Bryant, yes. Tiger, obvious. Maybe yeah, the wow. best example. Yeah, over-delivered, yes. LeBron, 
over delivered. Sidney Crosby. What? Phenomenal. Who, again, like Phenomenal. by the time he was 16, everybody knew what the prize was for the team that was going to be picking first the year Sidney Crosby came out. Um, tell me if this one's more a reach or not, but I remember when he was a teenager in Vegas, and I think SI even did a cover story on him. I was trying to find that. I, I got sidetracked this morning, and I Cus didn't finish my research. Not Custiamato. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Am I wrong, guys? Or was Bryce Harper like at 16? Was yeah, he, Sports he, Illustrated profiling He was him? like the baseball version of LeBron James is, is the way it right? was like put. Yeah. Okay. And he's, he's two-time MVP. I think he was rookie of the year, right? I mean, Bryce is totally over-delivered. Yeah. And his career is still being written. And, you know, but, and then the only other one I – hold on. Uh, the other name I put on there, Yurk, was uh, – I also put Connor McDavid. Because, again, he's sort of like Sidney Crosby when he was a teenager in Canada. There was one prize and one prize only, and it was this kid playing in Erie, and it was like, you're not going to believe how good Conor McDavid Now, you didn't follow boxing. I, not you're really. Not so here, now you can add, this is why I wanted you guys to do this with me. Who needs to be in added the to that list? Olympics, he was robbed. I believe in the 88 Olympics, he was robbed. Roy Jones Jr. Mm. Was, came out. And he was supposed to be phenomenal. He was phenomenal. And he was? I don't know if anybody knew who Mike Tyson was. I don't oh, know if Mike that's Tyson. That's a good one. But I don't know if Tyson came in uh, with, uh, oh, my guy, he was going to be fantastic. His first fight when he absolutely destroyed people. Maybe that's when it was. That's when it started to you know, gain a little traction. And then, obviously, became heavyweight champion. That's an interesting one. And he was one. phenomenal. I but. feel like you're right about that. Like, Mike Tyson was maybe a thing, man. Yeah. Like, there's this kid in Brooklyn, right? Right. Or the Bronx. Where was he from? Which one? Whatever. Uh, the kid in New York. New York. Who's like... Where's he from? Oh, New yeah, York. Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah. From one of those five boroughs. I don't remember which one. I think maybe the Bronx. Not Staten Island, I'll have He's you. the Bronx bomber. Right. I think he was from the Bronx. Yeah, not Staten Island, that's for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. But Tyson as a youth. Well, just to add to your list, wow. since you did this as a homework assignment by yourself, that's you kept what I was in solitude for. and within yourself, uh, I, I'd add a little something maybe from the boxing world. Could you think of a football player? I was struggling to think of like, you know, the stories about Brady and Kurt Warner are amazing for different reasons because yeah. nobody thought much right. of them at the time. Right. There, there weren't high expectations. You know. I, I guess Peyton Manning coming out of that's, Tennessee. That's the one I kind of thought of. With, with everything that was supposed to happen and supposed to be. Uh, well, it's Peyton. It's probably Andrew Luck because Andrew yeah. Luck was hyped heading that's to Stanford. A, that's a good one. And then it, uh, you have to go way back, right? John Elway was an Elway. Uh, Elway's yeah. a good call. El Elway threatened big time. Yeah, Elway threatened not to go certain places because yeah. he he could have played baseball. He changed right? Wasn't colleges. Drafted by the Yankees. Yeah. guys, he changed colleges too. Yeah. Oh, did he? He left Oklahoma, went to UCLA. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. No, no, he went to Stanford. Stanford. You're, Stanford. Thank you. Stanford. No, you're thinking of Troy Aikman. Well, Aikman went from Aikman, Oklahoma yeah. to UCLA. Okay, that's what you're happened. You're thinking of Aikman. I don't but think Elway went to Stanford with his dad the whole time. Yeah, I think okay, so. So one Elway. It was Troy Aikman. I apologize. Yeah, Aikman yeah. would transfer from Oklahoma. Yeah. But, but Elway was drafted by the Yankees. He threatened to go play baseball until he got what he wanted. And he was sort of, Chris is right, like he was destined for greatness in whichever he was going to do. And it seemed like football was his one better One name sport. you're missing. Okay. And he self-touted himself. This is a guy that told the world he was going to be great. Muhammad Ali. Nope, and he and he was good. The football player, Deion Sanders. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Deion was yeah. legit from, he, yes. from the jump. That's he was true. too legit to quit. That's he played true. for the Atlanta Falcons. He was a monster at Florida MC State. MC Hammer yeah. was a big fan. I'm telling you. That's a good call. It was him. He 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 said he was going to be, and he was. Yeah, that's a pretty good call. Yeah. You're right about Deion that. Deion Sanders. Deion totally lived up and to Deion it. Deion was one hell of a player. Unbelievable. Yeah.
lived up to it and then some. So that's the list we were compiling. Tell us what you think. 312-332-ESPN. If you just want to talk LeBron and you know his place in history and things like that. Kenny's in Dallas on ESPN 1000. Hey, Kenny. Hey, guys. How we doing? Great, man. How good, are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Carm, you guys were talking just a little bit ago, and you t- touched on it yesterday about Luca. Um, I'm pretty sure that D- Dirk, since he and Dirk are, are pretty close, pulled him aside and uh, had a conversation with him about uh, staying in shape so he could uh, increase his career. So yep. uh, the, the trainer for the Mavs is a buddy of mine. So just maybe maybe something like that happened. Anyway, um, hey, you were talking about Luca being able to maybe break the record, but Carm, since you're a hockey guy, uh, we all know that Ovechkin looks like he's going to break yes. the hockey goal record, right? Yes. What about McDavid down the line? Because that guy's off to the same kind of trajectory as Luca is, and I think if you could extrapolate that out, you know, obviously McDavid's still young, but right. I think there's I think there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn there. McDavid's incredible. Thanks, Kenny. And he's the best player on the planet. He's the best hockey player on the planet. Um, he's insanely good. I don't know that he's quite on the pace that'll get him to that 900 number, you know, and I'd have to look, I mean, Ovechkin was a goal scoring machine from the word go. That's really what you got. That's really what you got to find. McDavid's all around game is just sensational. And he's one of the best pure skaters and one of the strongest, most gifted guys. I've ever seen. He's already 26. He's got 280 goals, but like he doesn't have a 50 goal season yet. Not yet. No. You know, and like, and I bet you by year eight, I bet you Ovechkin had three of them. If I had to guess, um, I don't know that off the top of my head, but that would be my guess. And so I don't know. I mean, for like McDavid, it's there's a long, long way to go. Remember um, how we say point per game, guys? Yes, seven hundred ninety points in five hundred thirty eight games. That's crazy. That's pretty. He's incredible. Pretty he's one. Of, good, I think he's. Yeah. T- I think he's already top five in points per game. He's got four one hundred plus point seasons. Pretty awesome. Five actually. Yeah, five one hundred plus point seasons, and he's going to have it this year too. He's already at ninety three points this year. York ninety three. Oh, he was at ninety seven the year they cut the NHL short too. Remember yes. that? Uh, COVID. Yes, he was at ninety seven that that year. This year he's played fifty one games. He's at ninety three points. I mean, he's knocking on the door of you know, almost two points a game. It's incredible. We'll take more of your calls. We've got full phone lines, so sit tight. Talking about a few fun uh, sports topics. Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. A few other names we thought of, and then we're going to take some calls on this. Chris uh, Black had a good one. I didn't even think of it because I don't think of Olympics that often, but Sean White. You know, he was a kid, basically. There, Oh, the flying tomato, right? And, like, Sean White... Basically, he's kind of like the Tony X Hawk games. of that sport, isn't he? X I mean, games, he, yeah. He's one of the most decorated guys to right. ever do that, right? right. Yeah, they created something for those guys. And then Yurko uh, also uh, mentioned Dale Earnhardt Jr., who, because of the old man, had a lot of fanfare. And Dale Earnhardt Jr., right. I'm not an expert in NASCAR, but he certainly delivered as a champ. Well, right? Yeah, I'd say he delivered, but, but the old man made him earn his way up. Yeah. The old man made him get there. Uh, he had to go, uh, he raced Arca, he raced in the Bush Series. And then uh, he worked his way up, and it, it took him a while, but he finally ended up winning a Daytona 500. Yeah. Yeah, but 
Maybe not to the level of some of those other ones, yeah. you don't think? Yeah, and the joke that uh, I had made in yeah, the, uh, in, in the office, we're going to leave that off the air, all right? Thanks, Yurko. Doug's got a good one. That's where I'm stuck at. My mind's stuck uh, right there. Twitter, Twitter's also, I just saw one that no none of us have mentioned, and it's so obvious. Messi as a kid was uh, was like... One. He was a prodigy. Good one. Right. Wasn't he in That's his teens one. playing professionally? And people are saying yeah. this is the next great soccer player. And, uh, and he, he went was. on to be. That's an that excellent player. call. And he signed at 19, I think, yeah. with uh, with uh, Barcelona. That's a very good call. Doug's got a good one in Ravenswood. What's up, Doug? Hey, guys. How you doing? Great, good. Good. Um, good. Listen, uh, if you remember, Venus Williams was already a champion and everybody's just kept on saying Wait till you see her sister. Yes. And Serena came in and just rocked the tennis world. So I think the list is not complete without her. I'd say both of them, to be honest, Doug. I, when I know Serena is just maybe the best ever. But, I mean, I, I think that's a great call. I'd say the both of them. Um, the movie was good. It really depicts about how Venus was more supposed to be the chosen one than Serena. But Serena's obviously gone on to be as good as any tennis player ever. I mean, uh, the way she's dominated that sport. So... That's an excellent call. Aaron's in Buffalo Grove. What's up, Aaron? Hey, guys. Glad to hear Serena got mentioned. But Michael Phelps mm. just talk about over-deliver, right? Like just captivated my life every four years for over a decade. Probably for like, what, three Olympics? Like, you yeah. know, that, right? It was like three straight, which covers a 12-year span. They only do those. Years, well, I mean, they actually can cover a nine-year span, depending upon yeah. when you de- – you know what I'm saying? Oh. Because you'll sure. have it the one, four, and four, so it's really kind of a nine-year ah, span. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Most yeah. goals of all time, and then you add to it the fact that he's training for, like, four-year spans without anyone even seeing him. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and, like, whoever stopped to put on swimming? But you did. Be, I know yeah. maybe it was that way when when uh, Mark, Spitz Mark Spitz did it. I'm too young for that. For me, it was gymnastics. I mean, women's gymnastics in, like, 84 – was that, like, was that like uh, for, for me? That's what it was. Yeah, it was Mary Lou Retton and that whole crew. Nadia Comaneci. Nadia. Well, she was seventy six. The oh. Montreal Olympics. Damn. Olga Corbett was seventy two. I shouldn't. Yeah. I gotta stay in my lane when it comes to your. Uh, Eighty was uh, was boycotted by the United States of America. You are amazing when it comes to the Olympics. Well, it's the only thing we had, Carm. Like you know, is Olga that or watching us? Is Nadia Comaneci quickly receding hairline at Chris Berman once I got cabled? You know. <laughs> I loved Australian rules football in the back, and that's all that was available on ESPN at the time. I only know Nadia Comaneci because I've heard you say it. I didn't even know. I just threw it out there. Hoping 72, Olga, 84. Then 88 was the Seoul Summer Olympics, I believe. No, it was in 88 Barcelona. Wasn't that Dan? Oh, no, that was 92. No, 92. Yeah, 92. The Dream Team. Dream Team. And Dan and Dave. Remember that yeah. whole thing? Oh, I do. The, 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 the miserably failed decathletes. <laughs> Dan and Dave. How about neither no. of the two? Now, they underdelivered. And, and one didn't even qualify for the Olympics. I know. They underdelivered, remember? Yeah. Dan and Dave. One yeah. didn't even qualify. That's when corporate America got involved in yes. the Olympics and started pushing people without them even qualifying. And then they're, uh, well, how do we get them in? Shouldn't we have like a wild card where we've really backed this horse and this horse is no good? How how do we get him in? We we've wasted millions of dollars. Which one was it, Dan or Dave, that didn't qualify? Either one. You guys, Black and Dollar. Do you guys remember that? Are you a little too young? I know the story. I I can't give you the specific name, but I I know the uh, because there were the commercials, right? Weren't they running? Yeah, for Reebok. Yeah, yeah. it was nonstop, and it was before the Olympic trials, and then. Yeah. Can you imagine? Shout out to them. Yurko was right. It was uh, Seoul was the Olympics. Yeah, 88. 88. And the 96 was Atlanta? Yes, 96 yep. was Atlanta for sure. And I think that's when we got our first uh, glimpse of Dominic Dawes, mm. the, the U.S. Yeah, female right. gymnast. Uh, yeah. Weren't they called the Mag 7? 
Magnificent I, Seven? Could have been, yes. The Olympic team that year? Yeah, no, Yo Brenner. We're not talking about him here in the no, Magnificent no, no, Seven. No, no, no. That's, no, a, no. that's a different Magnificent yes. Seven. Mark's in Lincoln Park on ESPN 1000. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? How can you not know Nadia Comaneci, Carmen? That's I don't know Nadia Comaneci because I, how? Because I, Come on. I, I, because I don't Corbett, watch the Olympics. 72. Loved Olga. Olga. Nadia? Yes. Oh. Anyway, Yerk, uh, going back to your boxing. Yeah. So actually, Sports Illustrated did a huge article when t- in like 83 or 84 on Tyson. And Customato had taken him out of the juvenile detention and yeah. started raising him. That's why, because he, he's a year older than you and I here. Right. So I watched that guy. That guy came out. When he went pro, it was incredible. I feel like it's he, a good call on Tyson. Yeah. That he was known. He, like, we knew he was going to be something. Right? Was I wrong well, on Roy it, Jones it, Jr., though? Uh, well, he was not nearly as hyped by SI, Sports Illustrated, okay. as Tyson. Because Tyson was like, he was like this total delinquent guy from yep. New York, and Cost took him in and adopted him. Yeah. And, you know, he's pulling the heads off the pigeons and stuff like right. that right out of, on the waterfront. You know, right. he, he had all those pigeons. And, and then he went, but he exploded onto the scene. He yeah. was so dominant. I think, it's a, I think he definitely falls into that category. It was a quick rise and a quick fall for Tyson, unfortunately. And then, you know, he was able to come back after... Uh, after getting married, well, no, come on. After getting married, I mean, no, I mean, what, what destroyed the man's life? A lot of things. What destroyed the man's oh, life? Let's not forget he went to prison too. Well, I, I mean, understand, but he was. I, a, it almost destroyed his life, though. That's not a. It's not well, a falsehood. Okay. All right, I thought you. Okay, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, that was a that was not a good relationship. No, <laughs> not at all. Not healthy when the mother in law's on there. Um, let's take Lamb one more here, and then we can we got to we'll take a break, and we got some other fun stuff for after one, including. Something that was cracking me up yesterday on Waddle and Sylvie, Yerk, uh, when uh, Barstool Big Cat was on. It's a great, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, what he's doing for two of his guys that are Eagles fans. I have uh, no it, idea what he's doing. It's fabulous. You can and inform I, the audience like you informed me. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, we're going to replay a little bit of it from yesterday from Waddle and Sylvie's show. And I want to know what you would do. Uh, let me grab one more here do before it. we break. Grab uh, Jim in Chicago Heights. On ESPN 1000. Hey, Jim. Afternoon. Afternoon. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I remember I was a kid uh, in high school when he was in high school playing and getting in the paper. Back then, that was unheard of, a high school basketball player. Back then, right? They didn't allow allow high school kids to go to the NBA. When he went to UCLA, they didn't let freshmen play on a varsity team. Uh, I heard Captain Hoodie talking about that this morning, that when he was a freshman, he didn't play varsity. Right. That's right. crazy. He didn't. Yeah, crazy. But, but they, they beat the champs, the, the varsity team. Mm. So it, if he had been able to play, we would not be talking about LeBron James right now because he'd still have another four years to go. Yeah, well, he the, would have, that's right. He could have gone right into the NBA. He was probably good enough. That's a good point. Jim, thank you. Yeah, Kareem uh, obviously was extremely well-known because of his dominance in college, too, and even before that. He played for Jack Donahue's Power Memorial Academy. to three. He led him to three straight New York City Catholic championships. And then he went on to UCLA, yeah. and they ripped off championships, and then he's one of the greatest champions in NBA history. And Did you ever hear the nickname The Tower from Power? No. That's what they that. called that's him in high them? school. I don't think I knew that. The Tower from Power. According to Wikipedia, we know that's not really true. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to ring us up, it's Carmen and York. We're back in two minutes.